Welcome to Devotions in the Deep End. I'm Cam Buchanan, and this is a carefully crafted devotional journey through the New Testament. Let's venture into deeper water as we consider what it means to follow Jesus in the world we live in now. Welcome back to Devotions in the Deep End. Our passage for this episode will be Luke chapter 14, verses 12 to 14. Then Jesus said to his host, When you give a luncheon or dinner, do not invite your friends, your brothers or sisters, your relatives or your rich neighbors. If you do, they may invite you back, and so you will be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed. Although they cannot repay you, you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. Now, we have a very interesting interaction here, given what Jesus covered in the previous teaching. He's just offered a critique of the conduct of the guests of a Sabbath meal, instructing them to look for ways to humble themselves and even drop their views of themselves by a literal seat or three. And now, it appears that he may be offering a critique to the host who put this whole meal on in the first place. But as we'll soon see, not without a point. We could say that the table Jesus is sitting at has a big case of rankism going on. If that word is new to you, it comes from the writing of an author named Robert Fuller, who describes rankism as abusive, discriminatory or exploitive behavior towards people because of their rank in a particular hierarchy. In his thinking, there are people perceived to be somebodies, and there are people who are perceived to be nobodies, and we have all experienced times of being one or the other. If we are honest with ourselves, we will all likely see times where we have self-determined the status of others using these key words in relation to ourselves. So with this in mind, I can see that this particular teaching from Jesus actively advocates for perceived nobodies, with the intention that everyone gets to be viewed as a somebody. The people at this table had in fact made themselves somebodies, and by extension had relegated others to nobodies. In every setting where we assume the highest seats of honor in our various settings, we make ourselves a somebody, and this comes at the expense of, well, nobodying someone else. So let's consider what Jesus has in mind here with this follow-up teaching. Remember that this is a meal on a Sabbath day. It's their day of sacred reflection and rest. This meal was a part of their worship and liturgy. And he's just watched a heap of jostling for places of honor and self-promotion amongst a bunch of social somebodies who are trying to nobody others. All the while, they have left other seemingly nobodies out of the discussion altogether. And now Jesus offers a radical thing for them to consider. These sacred meals could be better served by inviting those you consider to be nobodies. You could give them dignity and make them somebody by having these people join your sacred table. And you can do this radically by extending an invite and never being offended by their inability to invite you back. Let's consider some social mindsets of the time and consider how Jesus' instructions might speak to them. First, there is the outside world and their outlook in this regard, the people that Luke's gospel would be written to. The pagan world was known for this very thing, giving in order to receive, extending invitations to fancy events to powerful people in order to be seen, to impress these with your hospitality and leave an impression about the wealth you have and the circles you run in, and also for these important people to be impressed enough to reciprocate this with invitations of their own. It was literally inviting others who can repay. 
It was to a lesser extent the same among the more elite in the Jewish community. Invite people in order to be invited back yourself. To this mindset, Jesus offers a challenge. By all means, put on a banquet. Offer radical hospitality. But to people who cannot do that. To strangers, to perceived nobodies, to the blind, people who cannot even see the extravagance. To the lame and the crippled, to the people often reduced to begging for income and sustenance. To people who through circumstance will never be cashed up enough to return the favour. There was always a call in the Mosaic law to remember these people in society, to be merciful and just towards them. Time and again we see through the prophets that these instructions were constantly falling on deaf ears. But Jesus is not letting them get away with that. Indeed, he is asking even more in this instance. The meal table also suggested leading these people beyond mere tolerance and into something more like close community. This would be a challenge to some as well. For example, we know of limitations in the temple system and structure, where at a priestly level, any descendant of Aaron who happened to have a disability was not permitted to participate in the temple rituals on behalf of the people. The idea was that this structure represented the throne room of a perfect God, and therefore anyone representing him in that location must be seen to be without blemish. Could this teaching be a case of Jesus pointing to what would happen after the cross and resurrection? Could this be a statement anticipating a new priesthood where anyone who believed would be a part? There was also a lesser known group of Jews who were in play at this time. I've referred to them before, but the scriptures don't address them. I'm speaking here about the Essenes, a separatist group who lived in the Judean desert. Their membership rules were very strict, with something close to moral and physical perfection expected of them. This of course meant that any less fortunate or disabled person would never make the cut, and there are some commentators who think there may be a challenge aimed at them in this teaching as well. In any case, Jesus is calling for something really powerful and challenging here. And the host of the party serves as a helpful proxy for us all. As he speaks to this man, we can hear and feel Jesus speaking to us as well. He says to us all, Extend radical hospitality to those who cannot reciprocate and bring the supposed nobodies of our context into close community. If there are limits to the way we do this, if there are people we would rather sidle up to in this life to further our name and agenda, we are to put all of that to the side and widen our view to the people who matter to Jesus, not just ourselves. And in doing so, we know that the God who sees all that is done, both in public and in secret, will ensure our actions are reciprocated in His way and in His time. We can suggest from the surrounding passages that the book of Proverbs may be in the mind of Jesus as He teaches here. So it's fitting to call Proverbs 19 to mind in our time now. Verse 17 says this, Whoever is kind to the poor lends to the Lord, and he will reward them for what they have done. That reward in the teaching of Jesus comes in what is called the resurrection of the righteous. Other Old Testament passages such as Daniel 12 point to this day, and there are other verses in the Gospels that we will be interacting with soon, which also anticipate it. So this idea of resurrection was well known in Jewish thinking. How it comes about will of course be through Jesus, who is to us the first fruits of that resurrection. The day referred to here is that end time where Jesus himself will return in glory, this time bringing rewards and judgment. 
And in that day, our extended and radical hospitality to the perceived nobodies of our world will be rewarded. Our inclusion of them into Messianic community, our service to them, our participation and our unashamed worship alongside them will be rewarded in that day. Incidentally, that day will be explored as the teaching in this Sabbath meal comes to its conclusion. We'll get to that part in the next episode, so I will see you over there. Thanks for tuning in. To stay in touch, like our Devotions in the Deep End Facebook page and subscribe on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, be sure to put up a rating and even a comment if your platform allows for it, as this will help others know what to expect. I look forward to catching up next time.